Here I am in my routes file. As you can see, I have a couple of resources here, products and categories. Now one thing I really like about map.resources is that it generates some named routes for me. So in my view, I can just call products path or categories path to link directly to those pages. But in most Rails applications, I also have a few miscellaneous pages which aren't really resources. For example, here about us, or maybe the license agreement or the privacy policy. Now those aren't really resources, so what I did is I just threw them all into one controller called about, and since they're mostly static content, I don't really care if they're all in one controller. And the problem here is that I don't have named routes for these, I just have to actually specify the controller and action name manually. So if you're addicted to named routes like I am, you'll want to use named routes for these too, and I think that'll clean up the view quite a bit. So let's go back to our routes file and see how we can generate a named route for each of these. To make a named route, you just call a custom action method name on the map object. I'm going to call it about company. And then uh, the path is about company. The controller is about. The action name is company. So that's kind of redundant and ridiculous. But um, let's just keep going with this. So now we have a named route called about company. Now one other thing I like about this approach is that if we do this for each of these, privacy and the license, then we can actually remove this implicit route and always use the explicit routes in a routes file. And I like this approach better because it tells me exactly what the exceptions to the resources are in my Rails project. But it also means I need a separate line for each of these, which is kind of redundant and a lot of duplication. One approach um, to cleaning this up is using the uh, with options uh, method that Rails gives us. And I talked about this more in a previous episode, but I'm not going to get into it here because it really doesn't help that much in cleaning up this routes file. What I want to do here is actually make a new method for generating these kind of routes um, on the map object. This is kind of more of an experiment in the dynamic nature of Ruby, because if you're familiar with Ruby, um, you can actually make a method, define a method on the object instance itself instead of the whole class um, instance method. So to do that you just define a new method and specify the name of the object which in this case is map and just the uh, name of the method. So let's call it um, controller actions. And then um, this will take the name of a controller and an array of actions. And if we loop through those actions, we can make a new route for each of these so that it basically cleans up this these lines for us. So let's call it, um, to, to make a named route, we actually have to call send on this so that we can pass the name of a custom method. In this case, it's the controller name, 
followed by the action name. And then we want um, the name of the path, which is, again, the controller in action. And the options, which is controller. And the action option. So basically what we did is made this dynamic so we don't have to repeat this for every single static page. We just call controller actions here and then pass it the name of the controller and the name of the actions. I'll put it in an array. Um, company, privacy, and license. Which will basically do the exact same thing as these three lines. It'll just be shorter for us. Now in this case, this kind of refactoring may seem a little bit over the top because we only have a few of these kind of custom pages. But if we had a lot of these exceptions, then I could see this being more practical. But this episode was more of an experiment on the dynamic nature of Ruby and showing that you can actually generate a method directly on an object, an instance of a class. And this is kind of just a convenient way of creating a method in line if you don't want to dig around with the class and create it there and hide it in another file somewhere, having it all in line in the routes file is kind of useful so that um, it's very easy to tell exactly what this controller action uh, method does. So I don't know how uh, practical this will be for you, but it's kind of just an interesting uh, experiment if nothing else. Hey, do me a favor and check out our sponsor, peepcode.com. They make excellent Ruby on Rails screencasts, so it should be right up your alley.